I literally just recorded a whole thing and the freaking thing deleted. I was telling y'all about this move and how it's haggardly and my glasses were blurry and my back was aching and me and my husband almost killed each other, but we got out to five today. I actually washed my hair, shaved my underarms, and I look back in human form. Uh, This is so condensed right now because this thing literally played me and I literally was telling y'all this stuff. I was going on and on about all these stories and it was great. And you know what? Y'all just gonna get the condensed version because I'm gonna talk to y'all because y'all my people. But I just can't even believe this happened. So this is fine. This is fine. This will just give me time to run down the stuff that I didn't want to talk about. It's gone now. So, uh basically let me go back and look at the news because that's what I was looking at I'm still trying to get used to Twitter being the letter X but there it is there we have it um women are dying more due to drinking alcohol uh subway if you want them for life for free change your name permanently um, this, these parents of this 15 year old Colorado girl who was murdered by her 16 year old boyfriend say police should arrest him after their daughter filed a domestic violence complaint, alleging he punched her in the face. And I said earlier, I said that, um, yeah, if I was a parent, no police would have to be involved because why, why is your child in a domestic violence relationship that young? Um, a father and his 14-year-old son were charged with the, after the teen allegedly used his dad's gun and killed a girl in New Mexico. Another teen um, domestic violence situation is, I don't know what's going on with these kids. Uh, Delta is getting a lawsuit against them because they let a guy have 10 drinks and then the man groped the mother and her 16-year-old daughter. Uh, how much alcohol is too much? This is terrible. A Nevada man is accused of killing his roommate and continuing to cohabitate with her corpse for an extended, extended period of time. Very disgusting. Um, the preppy, preppy killer was released after spending 15 years in prison for drug and assault charges. Interesting. He's out. I'd be. I think he's re- rehabilitated. I don't know. A Virginia man died on Saturday when a tree crashed into his house during a storm. Um, that's kind of shocking to me because normally during storms like that, either he was sleeping really hard because I feel like that would wake me up the storm. But rest in peace to that dude. Brittany Griner will not travel for Chicago series. The WNBA said that she is working on her mental health, which I'm shocked that she's back in um, the throw of things. I mean, she just literally came out of prison and went back to normal life. That was kind of strange. A Florida woman was arrested after biting off the top of an ear on a on a flight of fighting over a vape pen and alcohol. This is like, planes are too small to be fighting on, y'all. Everybody's hostile. Everybody's upset. Like, why are y'all fighting on planes? It's very dangerous. Um, yeah, you guys are so great. But because this is the only reason I'm doing this again for y'all, because 
why this thing cut off on me with some BS. Um, I went, I did read some interesting reddits. People were asking where were the first people they had sex with and they actually kept up with these people. They know that they're married now. A lot of your exes are dead. Um, yeah. Uh, somebody said, where's a good place to meet people? People said meetups, uh, dating apps. I say dating apps are kind of crazy, but you know, in a perfect, I've had success with meetups in the past and this is like for, for platonic relationships, but platonically for friends, dating apps would be scary because people are just so crazy these days. When do women really want in a relationship? Well, we want someone that says they're going to do what they say. Like the list is long, but when this woman says genuine interest, authority over myself regarding what I'm willing or unwilling to do, respect, honesty, and commitment, shared values and goals, responsibility pertaining to things that could potentially impact both of our lives, such as finances, chores, and behavior, behavior example, no drinking and driving. The list is long. I mean... somebody said reciprocate reciprocation is key that is the key word in communication them two are big did you ever care about impressing someone who doesn't actually matter no I mean to me when you're like that that's like a young men's game like when you're younger you care but my age like I really literally could care nothing about what people think you know obviously I have to have a job so I have to conduct myself accordingly but in the real world I could care less um what was this question somebody um some somebody said I used to there were a couple of people in high school that I was insanely jealous of that I really wanted to impress I used to have social anxiety and was not comfortable telling stories for a long time. So as a result, people seem to think of me as innocent and boring. In reality, I actually did a lot of wild things in life and part of me still cares to prove myself, my new self-esteem. Yeah, to me, when you care what people think, it shows like self-esteem issues. Um, what type of person do you not F with? People that are just mean, like, just for no reason, or fake. I can't stand fake, and I can't stand mean. Somebody said, I don't F with type of person who immediately loses their cool. Yeah, short temper people, I cannot. Generally, don't mess with anyone with cauliflower ears. <laughs> Usually indication of wrestling. That could be, they could be on to something. Because I know people with cauliflower ears that are kind of crazy. People who have nothing to lose, that is true. Be careful of those people. And I mean, those people are probably the most dangerous. Because they have nothing to lose. So they don't have no problem tearing up your stuff or destroying your life. Let's see. Yeah, a lot of people's mental illnesses are at an all-time high. 
So yeah, but I'm going to get into this story time because I don't want to lose you guys again because I cannot do this again this round. So this first story is Oprah. This man, lady's husband was living a whole double life. He was gay. And I said earlier when I played this that it is sad that this is an old show, but it is still happening at a high rate where men are on the down low and sleeping with multiple partners that are other men. And it's just sad. And I said that if you're going to cheat, just cheat and be single. Like give people an option. Don't lie. Like it's just not, it's not safe. Like, and it's just not cool. It's not cool to do it. You know, when I was younger, I was a cheater too. But now that I'm older and understand that, my ramifications and it's nothing wrong if you want to be out there slinging that thing around slinging around but don't put other people's life at risk don't lie to people give people an option give your spouse an option to have an open marriage don't just be trying to have your cake and eat it too because for me i'm gonna end up you know this ain't gonna end well but let's get into this the decision to tell my my, my family called my older brother and he insisted he's like Bridget what is going on you have to tell me now that would be you that would be Lee (laughs) and I told him what was going on he's like Bridget he's like as soon as you get off the phone I want you to ask him this question you ask him how many men have you had sex with so did you do that I did you then went home and said to your husband how many men have you had sex with what did he say he said two and I said oh really now when are you when were you going to tell me that and Tell, what's, what were their names? What was the relationship? Were they, was it just like in passing? Did you have a relationship with them and you had a relationship with them? And I'm like, how long were these relationships? Who are they? Where are they? Mm-hmm. Um, so then you went online or found his computer. Yes, so I went and pulled down the history and there were these men looking for men websites, cruising for men websites. And I went and clicked on the websites, and I was speechless. And I was like, Lee, what is this? And we went and looked, and then we went into the cache file and found all of these emails yeah. that would blow your mind if you saw them. Well, I did see them. Oh, you saw them? Yeah, I did see them. And okay. I, my mind was a little blown. Yeah. Uh, last night with my producers, uh, uh, we were going through some of the things, and I read just a few of those emails, and I, and I got to tell you, that is some vile stuff that was going on there. Uh, to the point where I said to the producer, I do not want it in my brain. I do not want this in my brain. So I can't imagine that you as his wife and having carried the burden and shame and responsibility of giving the disease to him, suddenly recognizing that not only does he, was he lying to me, but that there are ongoing relationships that he apparently was having. Yeah, it was amazing. So can you just describe, obviously we can't say what was in the emails, but the emails were, were him writing to other men that he'd been with, describing sexual acts that they well, had. Well, looking for men to have sex. Yeah. Looking for other men with HIV who were married to have sex with. Mm-hmm. Looking for men who would be the bottom guy. Mm-hmm. Um, making arrangements to see these men. And then talking about the end results, and so I know how I felt just reading. What, what did that? What did you do? You know, I was just I was numb. I was stunned, 
And it just like blew my mind because nothing fit. It, it, just, it didn't fit. And so I was just numb. And that, by that point, me and my brother Jason and my parents. My when parents, did you confront him with the emails? Um, <laughs> it took probably about a month and a half for me really? to. Yes. Yes. Really? And he had made me angry. And it was the last straw. How were you able to sit on those e the emails that he'd written soliciting men and talking about the kind of sex they were having and who had had it? And... I was just like barely even able to digest it. So you were able to stay in the house with him and still carry on a conversation? No, because by that, that, by that point, um, the relationship had broken down so much. Okay, I want to get to the moment where you confront him with the emails because now you have the evidence. Okay, well, I um, had come home and he was... Uh, laying down and I had asked him a question and I said, so what are you going to do? You know, how, how are we going to deal with all of this? And he called me a really ugly word and I lost my mind. The C word, right? Yes, yeah. the C word. And I lost my mind. And I said, you listen. No, we hate the C word. It's, I'm, I lost Please. my mind. Yeah. And he told me that he was the one that afforded me the lifestyle that I had mm -hmm. and that I was a C. And um, I, my head started spinning. And I said, listen, I know all about you. And I started talking about some of the things that were in the emails. And he sat up. And I said, you had better do right. You had better do right. And I said, you need to be gone by the end of the week. And it was like a Wednesday. So you need to be out of here by the end of the week. She better than me, man, because I'd be locked up. Ain't no way. Okay, so I had this experience that I was just thinking about, and I figured I would come on here and talk about it. So when I was going through losing my husband and planning his funeral, I had a friend who blocked me for not texting her back. So his funeral was out of state. So when he passed away, he got in his accident, he passed away. I was in a different state handling his final affairs, and I was planning a funeral. So for that entire week, I it was just so much I could not field all the calls and text messages so I didn't reach back out to most people if it wasn't about his final arrangements if it wasn't family even some family I did not text them back it was too much right and so I get to a place after the funeral maybe a week later and I'm like oh okay let me check in with my girl because this is supposed to be my best friend I call her to find that I'm blocked I go on social media to find that I am blocked on everything and I cannot imagine how fundamentally selfish you would have to be to block somebody in their time of grief. Now, when I tell you I was going through it, like from him being on life support to him passing away, I can't imagine what would be going through your head to say, I'm going to block her because she didn't text me back. Now, I said all of that to say, you really never know what somebody is going through. Like here I am just trying to get up out the bed, trying to bury the love of my life. And you're mad because I didn't respond to a text message. First of all, girl, why was it a text? You know what I mean? Like, why would you not call me? If it were me, not only call, FaceTime, I would have did everything I could if I was your best friend to be right there by your side. But in today's day and age, when we don't stop and make somebody our immediate priority, we take offense to that. We feel like, we feel like that's an insult to us. It's an insult to us. And so we need to cut communication now. 
I know I talk all the time. I'm the queen of blocking, cutting ties, and setting a boundary. But there are what you call extenuating circumstances. And I would think losing my husband would have been that. But this is one of the first times in my adult life where I realized somebody was not my friend. I sat back and I look. I look at it now and I'm like, that person never really gave a damn about me. So I said all that to say, if you have real friends, you have people who you really care about, give them space. Give them space and be understanding when they are going through something. Like I said, here I was trying to get up out the bed, trying to be around my child, trying to figure out how I'm going to move on. And you are mad that I didn't stop in my time of grief and make talking to you a priority. I think our generation has that wrong. I think it's getting weird. And I think that's something that we could change. Even if you know what's happening, you never really know what somebody's going through. So I was happy when she said that wasn't really her friend because that's just wild. And he just laid all the knives on the ground and he asked me again, he said, sure you don't want to be with me no more? Well, if I can't have you, nobody can have you. He just really stabbed me for the first time. If I remember correctly, it was in the front. He stabbed me and I was so shocked that I couldn't move, I couldn't talk, I was like frozen. It was just like, I couldn't believe it. But then he actually didn't stop stabbing me. He just kept going and going. So I'm like trying to block it, block it, block it. Boom, he caught my finger. My pinky finger fell on the floor. You see my, I see my bone and blood squirting like a horror movie and shit. I'm like, and then he stopped and he was like, hold on, your cousin's here. He's going to snitch on me. So I was already stabbed up crazy, bleeding everywhere. He left the room real quick, and my cousin was in the other room sleeping. Like, I felt like a punk because I didn't warn him. And I, but I was scared to death, honestly. I didn't know. I was just shocked. I couldn't even talk. I couldn't. So uh, then I heard stumbling, then he comes back like five minutes later, and he's all bloody, and he's like, oh, my God, I killed your cousin with the knife in his hand. Like, I killed your cousin. I killed your cousin. That is crazy. And this was another one of these teen domestic violence situations. So check this out. A lot of dudes, right, gotta know. You gotta know, right, that you was plotted on by men who was running the world. A lot of masons and stuff like that, gay. For real, bro. That's why when they sell, people sell they sold, right, they do what? They have sex with a man, bro. Because society was built off of men oppressing women. Like, intentionally, bro. You feel me? But, see, we don't understand, bro, unless we go back to our counterparts. You feel me? Straight up. So, you got to know you're not actually benefiting from trying to impress a woman, bro, or be the, the, the person or the energy dominating the planet. You're not actually getting anything from it, bro. It's actually causing you to be in hell, bro. For real, bro. Straight up. You gotta know, right? I done walked into this, bro. For real. And seen it, bro. So, you gotta know, right? You have had spells casted upon you, bro. Especially if you're powerful. To be like more for men than women. If that makes sense. You feel me? Straight up. Like, I done walked into a space that I was in where I would go every day and then, right, have certain 
desires in my mind, right? But I would go in this place, right? And everybody in there, right? In like a library, for example, <laughs> was jacking off. So they was in a place doing sex magic. You feel me? So you got to understand these types of things happen to you, bro. For real, bro. Because a bunch of gay men, bro. You feel me? For real. Been running the world, bro. I'm telling you. So magic has been done on you, bro. On a man to favor another man over his counterpart. You feel me? So, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset if women felt like, hold on, I got to worry this nigga like, like, <laughs> on my soul, bro. But for real, though, like, you be having to, like, break out of that for real, bro, and remember, like, oh, it's real stuff taking place, bro, around you, bro. It's a lot going on, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. See, it's been men, right, feeding off the magical power of women, bro, enslaving them, <laughs> like, on my soul, bro. And so soon as that power come back, right, it's like they shrivel up. You feel me? Oh, my soul. <laughs> I'm telling you, only the strong men, right, who never try to dominate women, you feel me? It's going to survive. If she don't get her power back, you don't get your power. You hear him, bro? He's basically saying that gay men are ruling the world and they're and they are trying to destroy like women because man and women is a true ascension and if you don't have that you know we're put here to procreate and i don't know do y'all feel him away i mean there's some truth to what he's saying i don't know about the gay men ruling the world but um we are here to procreate i mean that is kind of the purpose of life unless they're going to start making robot babies which is not too far off so yeah i mean you kind of gotta you gotta feel what the brother's saying you feeling bruh people gonna call me crazier and wonder why i did what i did deception stop dealing in deception with people when i met ashley i was openly polyamorous i slept with women i was upfront about it I told her about my anger issues. I told her about my felony. I told her about prison. I told her about being controlling, violent, everything. I gave her every opportunity to walk away. I gave her every opportunity to be honest with me. But instead, she chose to constantly deal in deception. Bray Sean Smith uploaded a lengthy video to Facebook, justifying his actions right after kidnapping and brutally killing his ex-girlfriend, mother of three Ashley Harden. How could anyone do this to someone they once cared about, and what would make anyone think that taking this woman's life could ever be justified? Welcome to Viral Crimes. Subscribe and hit the bell icon for more stories. This story takes us to Rockford, Illinois. 38-year-old Ashley Nicole Harden was a loving, devoted mother of three children. She had a wonderful voice and loved to sing. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me, yeah. But being a mother and being able to spend time with her three children brought Ashley the most pleasure in the world. Ashley lived in a single-family home at the 300 block of Cole Avenue with her three children and her 46-year-old boyfriend Ray Sean Smith. Ray Sean had a criminal past, and he discussed his journey in life in a book he published called Sociopath or Wrong Path, Memoir of a Teenage Drug Dealer. The book 
is definitely based on my life. It's based on a lot of people that I've run into in my life. Um, I'm not a writer. I just had a story to tell. This book covers like the first 19 years of my life. I'm 43 years old now. Bray, Sean, and Ashley appeared to have found love in each other. The two appeared to have a loving relationship and would post their happy moments online. So we are having a blast. Feeling the wind in my little tiny locks. This is amazing. Ray Sean also appeared to be close with her children, which Ashley expressed on a Facebook post. It read, One of my favorite pics of us. Thankful to have this guy he goes hard for me and my kids, never hesitating to love, care, and provide for us. Nobody's opinion comes close to the reality of who you really are, R.D. Smith. We appreciate you daily, not just in good times, but in the rough times, as well. I love you, exactly as you are. Neighbors reported that the couple lived together in the home for about three years. At some point, Ashley split from Ray Sean. On Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. You know, if you tell somebody that you're pre you're crazy and this and I have a criminal path, does that really give you the right to kill them? Um, if you so-called bully, because aren't you already... If you come off in a relationship saying like, yo, boo, 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 um, does that, I mean, are you already overly crazy? Like meaning you already waiting on them because you don't trust. Is that just, and they, even him writing a book, sociopath, a wrong path, he kind of saying that he was a sociopath clearly, but, uh, here's a story on this lady, Ashley Harden and rest in peace to her. Uh, he was pled guilty and sentenced to life in prison for the murder of her, of Ashley Harden spokesperson for Illinois Department of Corrections confirmed Rayshawn, Rayshawn Smith died in custody on Christmas Day uh, so I guess he's dead Harden was reported missing from her Rockford residence in early morning hours of July 23rd by her son who told police that he and his mother him and his, he and his mother smelled gas and went outside to investigate he said he saw his mother next to a car and then she didn't come back inside the home um, Ashley Harden's mother told the Rockford Register that Smith had planned to pour gasoline on the house and light it on fire, but that her 38-year-old daughter caught him in the act and left with him so her three children who were inside the home would be safe. According to court documents, milk jugs containing gasoline were found on the property. At least one of the jugs poured on the house. Harden's body was discovered later that day behind a business at the 5100 block of East Roxton Road in Roscoe. She had two gunshot wounds with other injuries. Also later that day, Smith posted a video on Facebook indicating people are going to wonder why I did what I did. It referred to Ashley in the video and was found in his vehicle with evidence linking to crime on December 15th. Uh, he was sentenced to 60 years, which is the maximum possible sentence for first degree, and additionally sentenced him to natural life in prison for his firearm enhancement. And I guess he, I don't know how he died in prison, but there he is. Guess he, I don't know how he died, but he's not here, so who cares? 
let's see what else we got i think that's it guys because i did want to come back even though this freaking thing cut me off that was some lame sorry low down stuff you did but i'll be back and hopefully this thing will be acting right i survived my move my move um my back is still intact I said earlier, the next time I move, I better be super rich, like so rich that I don't have to worry or lift a finger. Things, the home will be designed, the paint will be painted, the things will be what I want the next time I move. And I'm claiming that, but I really don't want to move again. But if I have to, that's what I'm claiming for myself. And I'm claiming for me and you to have an amazing week. Is it in yet? It's signing off. You guys be blessed.